The name's Bond. James Bond. Hi, this is Townsend Coleman, the voice of Jason Whitaker. Welcome to the Wits End Podcast. Welcome to the What's End Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Regis Blackbeard, and I am glad to be back for the What's End Podcast. Uh, it's actually going to be an interesting podcast today because uh, things have taken a change for uh, Season 3. I know I said I had some changes planned. Uh, didn't work out quite the way I had thought they would, but uh, they worked out good nonetheless. I uh, finally, uh, after a long period of time, have us a new co-host. It goes by the uh, screen name of King Butter Turtle. So welcome to the podcast, King. Hi. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Oh, no problem. Glad to have you. Yeah, it's uh, crazy because we got a lot of stuff coming up this week, don't we? That's right. Saturday is the big, big day. Season 52 premieres, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm same way, too. I'm like, oh, come on. Let's get this show on the road. I thought about bribing Nathan Hayward to air it this weekend, but uh, then again, I thought, nah, it probably won't work, so oh well. Yeah, it's been too long of a wait. But anyway, uh, since we're talking about that in the anyway, let's get right into it, because uh, I know everybody's heard what I think about uh, overall album 52. Uh, let's hear what you think about it. Well, <laughs> I just had some, some kind of broad thoughts um, since we got the episode titles and descriptions. Uh, one noteworthy thing was that Kidsboro, they said they were going to use Kidsboro um, in album 51, but then it didn't come up in album 51. and. It's not in 52, and we know it's not going to be in 53, because that is a going to be a one storyline. So I think that's actually kind of <laughs> a good thing, because I'm not a fan of Kids of Pearl. But um, that's just kind of, I don't know if they've abandoned that, or if they're just kind of putting the idea of using more Kids Burrow off. But, um, well, as far as that goes, uh, my opinion on that... Uh, since you mentioned it and brought it up. Uh, I think part of the reason why they haven't really had many episodes in Kids World, of course, uh, Marshall Younger's not working with them no more at this time. And, uh, yeah, that's right. So maybe they just figured that it uh, might be a bad idea to try and pull off actual Kids World episodes with uh, out Marshall. So. But they are going to have some of the actual characters mm-hmm. in the uh, album 52, uh, like... Uh, Nathan Hoban mentioned on the last on the last interview that I did with him that uh, they are going to have ones like Ryan and uh, Nelson, maybe Valerie. So yeah, who knows? And then uh, also noteworthy is that album 52 is the longest album ever produced, which is pretty cool. Um, that was mentioned on the official podcast, which is cool. Um, I think uh, that encourages more people to buy the album. Wants me to makes me want to get the album faster, you know, since almost every episode has an extended version on the album than what we hear on the radio. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, the thing with that is I've uh, been watching the uh, website for our local Christian bookstore to see when they're going to have it in stock. And uh, unfortunately, they still don't have it yet. But oh well, I guess I'm going to have to learn to be patient and wait, I guess. Yep. There's no patience episode in this album, though. <laughs> unfortunately not. But there are a boatload of mysteries. Just looking through the... Uh, the album titles and summaries, I noticed that 5 out of 12 episodes are mysteries, which is kind of interesting. That's uh, The Mystery of the Clock Tower 1 and 2, Stage Fright, Square 1, and The Malted Milk Ball Falcon are all mysteries, uh, which they seem to be kind of going towards. There was quite a few in, in 
episode 50, or in album 51, and I feel like 53 is kind of going to be one long mystery, too, so. Um, not a bad thing. I like mysteries, but just kind of interesting that they're, they're focusing more on that genre, seem to be focusing more on that genre after the, the relaunch. Yeah, I mean, uh, some of I'm okay with, uh, we'll get more into this when we actually get into discussing the episodes themselves, like, uh, the mystery of the clock tower I'm fine with, uh, and, uh, the owl napping I'll be okay with. Not sure about square one, or, uh, that's about the, oh, yeah, the one is Malta Miltball Faction Falcon, uh, that one actually sounds pretty good, but, uh, I never was a fan of, uh, Game for a Mystery, so, who knows, uh. Yeah, that was, that was terrible. <laughs> If I can be so honest, that was definitely the worst episode of Album 51. That was... I didn't like that one hardly at all. And then, uh, Harlow is coming back, which is... Yeah, he's going to be in two episodes at least. We know he's going to be in Wooten's Broken Pencil Show and a Thanksgiving Story, which it's kind of interesting that there's five mysteries in the album and Harlow is in the album twice, but neither of the episodes Harlow is in are mysteries, which is kind of uh, interesting. They haven't u- actually used Harlow in a mystery since Sunset Bowl of Water, since album 34. So he seems to kind of be like the goofy character that they bring around every once in a while now, but it's been a long time since he's actually solved a case, which I kind of liked it when he solved cases, but either way, it's good to see him come back. Another, a, uh, another character that we feared maybe losing, I suppose, is back, so that's, I like him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, any other thoughts you got on the overall? Um, what else? The Parkers, one last thing, is that the, uh, I like how they're using the Parkers less overall. In Album 51, it seemed like Parker City, like, every episode was just Parkers, Parkers, Parkers. This time, I think they're using them or it seems, I'm just going off of the summaries, but it seems as though they're using them more as just general overall, like the kids, and then there's a couple episodes, like an agreeable nanny and a Christmas visit, that are Parker episodes, that like just follow the Parker family, which is a lot like they did with the Barclays, you know? How like, they would use Donna and Jimmy just around with sand and stuff, but then there would be a few episodes, maybe one or two per album, that are just the Barclays are now just the Parkers, which I like that. So I don't really have any, as the what I mentioned, I don't really have any too many overall thoughts, but mine are actually good toward more of the episodes, but uh, anything else you want to say? Or is that about it for that portion? That's, that's all that I have on that. Well, yeah, uh, actually there is a way we can find out a little bit more about that, and uh, a little more about the episodes themselves. Uh, let's, uh, Take it over to Chris and see what Chris has to say. She's uh, been out doing some information, trying to find out some information. So let's have a listen and see what Chris has found out. Chris? Good evening, everyone. This is Chris from the Odyssey 5, bringing you the breaking news from downtown Odyssey. Officials are still trying to determine the source of the bizarre malfunction at the clock tower. We've got a countdown, and I don't know if it's to a big laugh or a bomb. In sports today, the Odyssey middle school basketball team captain denies that their recent losing streak has anything to do with their missing mascot. The owl, it's it's gone. I've looked everywhere. And finally, rumors have reached us that a local theater production has been interrupted by a mysterious presence. Have you guys ever heard of the Phantom of the Taft Hartley? (laughs) To hear more on everything going on in Odyssey, check out album 52, Cause and Effect. 
More information is at witsend.org. All right. So that is cause and effect. A lot of good episodes in there. And the first one is the much-anticipated Mystery of the Clock Tower, Part 1. The summary is when the town clock begins resetting itself to 11.45, Eugene and Matthew try to solve the problem technologically, while Wit and Connie research a possible unrequited love story connection. And uh, we actually have a clip of that from uh, the Odyssey Scoopcast that we'd like to play for you guys right now. So let's just go ahead and listen to that right now. It's the confoundest thing. I've had all the tech people at City Hall check it out, and they can't figure out what to do. Well, if anyone can figure it out, Eugene can. Greetings, Mr. Whitaker. Mr. Mayor. <coughs> oh, and, uh, Miss Kendall. Hi, Eugene. Uh, thanks for interrupting your day. Oh, Mr. Mayor, this is Matthew Parker. Matthew, this is Mayor Spencer Hicks. Hi. Matthew's with Eugene today as part of his school's career day exercise. Indeed. Oh, good. Maybe Matthew will be the one to solve our problem. Uh, problem, sir? Have you heard about the clock at City Hall? Well, uh... Oh, I read about that. The clock is stuck on 1145. <laughs> it's more than stuck. No matter how many times we correct the clock, it goes back to 1145. We believe it's a glitch in our new computer system we set up. I'd be honored to help the city in any way I can. Good. Alicia Jennings is in charge of our technical support at City Hall. You should talk to her first. Alisa Jennings. I'll go see her right away. We'll go see her. Oh, yes. We. <clears throat> Me and my shadow. Wow. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it does sound pretty exciting. It's a, a pretty hyped up episode. We've heard about for a while now. And uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, John Whitaker is in this one. And uh, we've got Connie Kendall here. And uh, Eugene Meltzer is going to be in this one. Uh, Matthew Parker, uh, Spencer Hicks, and Alicia Jennings. So, what are your thoughts on uh, this one so far? As far as what you think is going to happen? Well, I look, I look forward to seeing Matthew and Eugene work together. I think that's kind of a cool... You know, both being nerds. <laughs> you know, they're both both kind of similar. Matthew is almost like a little Eugene. So, uh, so that will be cool. And I look forward to hearing from Mayor Hicks. Um, I, yeah, I think we've needed a new mayor for a while. Mayor, Margaret Faye's kind of been getting stale on me. So, <laughs> um, I think it should be a good episode. I'd have to agree with you on that one. It's going to be interesting, of course. Uh, it's written by Paul McCusker, uh, and it got post-production by Jonathan Crow. So overall, I think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, of course, with anything about Paul McCusker, it's got to be good. Or at least that's my opinion anyway. Not yep. everybody shares that opinion, but yeah. Oh, everybody shares that opinion. <laughs> Who doesn't like Paul McCusker, really? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Anyway, uh... Uh, so the next one is uh, that comes right after that is uh, part two, and in spite of Eugene's best efforts, 
The computer that controls the town clock is not responding, and now the clock has begun a backwards countdown to a potential disaster. But who is behind the plot and why? Is a broken heart to blame? And can the mystery be solved before it's too late? Da da da! Even more excitement. I'm I'm glad that this is a two-parter. Two-parters are always are always good. A little bit more in-depth types of stories. That's always fun. Yeah, as far as uh, my stuff goes, uh, of course I've been listening to the different clips and everything, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and just assume, which uh, I really shouldn't do this, but I'm going to assume that uh, the deal with Lisa Jennings and the, uh, for those who, ha who have heard the uh, clip about the uh, Black Roses, I'm going to assume she is uh, someone from high school days or something has a broken heart over her and they're just trying to get back at her or something. It's going to be my guess. Something that goes back to her high school days. Yeah. What do you think? A little romantic mystery. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what that, that romance element is. It kind of reminds me actually of... Um, gosh, I don't know if, if anybody's read these, but the Mystery and Odyssey series? Yeah. You remember those? Uh, the first book, uh, I think it's Alex finds a this old love letter, and it's like they're trying to piece together this romance from many years ago. So that's kind of an interesting connection. I don't know if anybody's read those books. They were kind of a flop series a while back, but maybe that's a, yeah. a, maybe that's where they got the idea. Even of course, then again, uh, with that uh, on the same uh, line there. Uh, Think about that, uh, I, about my idea, though. I mean, it's still famous, be sure you're going to find your out, so I guess the only other option for that would be that she did something bad in her early days and never confessed to it or something. Who knows? Yeah, kind of like uh, Buried Sin in album uh, 3031, or the, the episode where the guy... Isn't that Buried Sin? I think that's what it's called. That's a similar... So maybe, uh, maybe this Alicia did some crime a long time ago, or we'll see. Anyway, the next episode is Wooten's Broken Pencil Show. In a last-minute replacement, Wooten Bassett hosts his own kids' radio show and is forced to ad-lib it for a half hour. Will this show have a point? Uh, I am... I'm looking forward to this one. I think it, it sounds like it's going to be very, very funny to have Wooten come back. And ad-libbing a podcast right now, I can tell you <laughs> how hard it is to broadcast without a script. And so I'm sure Wooten will... <laughs> I'm sure there will be many funny lines in this episode. Well, yeah, uh, try uh, podcasting with a script and sounding natural. <laughs> try doing that. Yeah, uh, that can be difficult too, but uh, yeah. of course, Wooten, Wooten has trouble with that too because uh, remember when he was God number three and he was <laughs> for uh, Edwin Blaggard and he was trying to read the script and make it sound natural? So apparently he's not good at either one of those. <laughs> Wooten isn't exactly the, the best actor in the world, but it should be funny. Yeah, it'll be nice to have Captain Absolute come around. That'll be nice. I, uh, yeah, I like him was a big fan of him. So basically we've got some uh, fan favorites because we've got Connie Kendall, uh, Wooten Bassett, 
Captain Absolutely, Eugene Meltzner, Harlow Doyle, and Mr. Whitaker, so no progress for this one. Not that we know of. It would be cool, it would be cool if this was like a live, like, what do you call that, real-time kind of episode where it actually takes place in like 25 minutes, you know? I don't know if it is, but like BTV Live or, or uh, real-time, that would be cool, but... And then it shows, you know, even like during the commercials, it shows him frantically trying to come up with stuff. And, but we'll see. It's kind of an interesting theme, having a point, <laughs> which it would be kind of ironic, wouldn't it, if, if the episode didn't have a very clear point? <laughs> yeah, you, you mentioned the uh, fact about doing it during commercials. That would be cool. They probably can't do this, but it'd be cool uh, if they could have like the actual have him actually scrambling around doing actual wits end commercials. Like uh, that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> so if like the the commercial on the Wooten's broken broken pencil show or whatever it is on kids radio lines up with the commercial for Adventures in Odyssey, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, the next one after that one we have is, uh, actually stage fright. And Emily and Matthew investigate the strange noises coming from backstage at the school auditorium that has the entire cast of the school musical too scared to return to the show. Sounds spooky. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we, uh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> this one honestly is... Sounds like it could be a little bit cheesy, just from the, uh, there's an audio clip, I think, on the, on the witsend.org about this one. It's not like, ugh, like, no, <laughs> I can't do this, but I don't, I don't know, I'm not so thrilled about it, but we'll see. I mean, I really don't know. It could be good, but I can also see it being kind of leaving a lot to be desired, because it sounds like it could kind of be a cheesy sort of mystery, but we'll see. According to the notes here, this episode is supposed to reveal the new owner of the Harlequin Theater. So, eh, I don't know. I'm like, eh, I don't know. The Harlequin Theater. I mean, eh. Uh, what's the Harlequin Theater without Edwin? I mean, really. Yeah, we'll see if he... He's got some big shoes to fill, so we'll see if he's the man with big feet. <laughs> Throw his hat in the ring of shoes. I don't know. <laughs> I have my doubts. I have my doubts, but uh, as far as the cast goes, we've got Matthew Parker, Emily Jones, and we got Jay, we've got Barrett, and Miss Adelaide. And you want to think about this is uh, Barrett. I'm not a big fan of Barrett, and that's uh, a little bit of a downer for me. I don't particularly care for Barrett all that much. Uh, Emily I can handle, but Barrett's just, uh, I don't know about him. Yeah, well, we didn't hear too much from them in Album 51, but... But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what I think about Barrett. He does play trombone, which is a plus. His trombone players rule. Next yeah. is Fast As I Can. Wooten, Eugene, Connie, and Matthew try to apply the discipline of fasting and through their comedic antics realize that it's far more difficult than they imagined. That should be a good one. I think that's uh, one they should focus on. And, of course, uh, 
There's some people say it might be a little too comical for a serious episode like that, but uh, I think uh, knowing that Mr. Whitaker's in the show, I think that'll bring it to a good positive end. Yeah, he'll, he'll teach the lesson. I am really excited for this one. When I was just reading through the, the summaries, this one stood out to me as, yeah, this is going to be good. So this is, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one more than any other. Um, uh, I think fasting is, is an important thing that, that Christians tend to overlook. You know, yeah. in modern day, it seems kind of like an old Bible times thing. But Adventures not Odyssey has not done an episode on fasting before. That's really the only um, theme that I can think of that they haven't yet done. Um, and I think it's a it's a good lesson to teach. They've kind of touched on it. I think Eugene tried fasting once, but that wasn't the whole idea of the episode. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to the theme. And it kind of reminds me of That's Not Fair, when Connie, Donna, and Oscar um, all, like, learn a lesson in their own way, you know? And, like, I like how it's, it's Wooten, Eugene, Connie, and Matthew. They're all sort of different types yeah. of people. You know, we have Connie and Eugene who are learning lessons even though they're adults and then, well, Wooten too. <laughs> and, and so it's kind of like um, they each learn the same lesson, but it's kind of like two sides to the same coin, or in this case, four sides to the same coin. Yeah. So I hope it'll be a lot like That's Not Fair, where they kind of each do the same thing, but it sh- kind of shows a different angle of it, and then they kind of all report back to wit in a way, yeah. where they have a scene at the end where... Um, you know, they all kind of share how they they learn the lesson. Yeah. Also, I hope they hit on the fact that fasting doesn't have to be just food. I'm kind of hoping that one of the characters maybe doesn't give up food, but they give up, you know, the computer or phone or something like that. Because, you know, fasting isn't, oftentimes it's kind of a misconception. We think of fasting as food, but you can, fasting is really, you know, giving up something that's that's too important to you so yeah you uh, hope hit on that one yeah i'm guessing eugene will give up his computer uh maybe connie doing her shopping or something of that nature but actually uh like you made a point uh, earlier briefly about uh being biblical and everything and uh actually the scripture in the bible not exactly sure what it is at this point uh there's a scripture in the bible that says uh, it's talking about like things we want like uh peace joy things like that uh these things come up by prayer and fasting. Yeah. So that's a good And point. we've had so many episodes on prayer. Why not fasting, you know? Yeah, no kidding. So this uh, should be a good one. And uh, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, you want to I'm really looking forward to that, too. It should be funny, too, especially Wooten's experience. Oh, yes. <laughs> with, with when he tried weight loss, that was really funny. So we'll see. <laughs> but should, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, and the next one after that we have uh, Opposite Day. And Odyssey Middle School's Opposite Day inspires Olivia to become friends with a girl who is nothing like her. Meanwhile, Barrett becomes obsessed with getting as many online friends as possible. This one, I must say, is kind of the opposite of as fast as I can. Um, I, I, I kind of rolled my eyes when I read this for the first time. The first storyline about Olivia, that's fine. But Barrett becoming obsessed with <laughs> getting as many online friends as possible, that's like, arg. 
Odyssey is teaching lessons about Facebook now. That's just, that's not Odyssey. But in a way, I can see trying to, uh, you know, I mean, they're trying to, to get to today's kids, you know, and, you know, today's kids, when they listen to, like, 1980s Odyssey, they don't really relate to it. And so I can see, you know, trying to put more references to technology and stuff in there. But they have to do it. I think that's a really tricky thing to do, is, is to do that with taste, you know, because if it's all about twittering and <laughs> whatever else, then that's going to be a, just a lame episode. So I'm not too thrilled about Odyssey starting to teach lessons about Facebook, but... <laughs> well, maybe they're going to, uh, there's something along the lines of, uh, he joins like a message board or something, something like Campbell County message boards, like a, something like a message board that's, uh, for <laughs> that would fans be cool. Of, for fans of Campbell County, and, and then he wants to uh, become the most <laughs> popular guy on the site and does anything and everything he can to get as many online friends as he can. <laughs> now that. Yeah, now that you say that, it's kind of similar to the virtual kid, maybe. Yeah. And how he, when he's, Nathaniel is always on his computer. So maybe, I mean, it could be done okay, but I can also see rolling my eyes through this episode like oh great this is not the odyssey that i know and love yeah you know <laughs> wit wit's not supposed to know what myspace is <laughs> but we'll see i mean and i'm sure they'll keep the websites you know generic titles yeah. but we'll see it could be good could be good yeah, maybe so so what do we have next next is the owl napping when the Odyssey Middle School basketball team's mascot is stolen, they suddenly start losing all their games. The team considers drastic measures to get back their good luck charm. Yeah, and uh, thing about that, we really don't know a lot about this other than the uh, mascot is stolen. The only uh, actual character we know is John Whitaker, and that's about all we know, really. Yeah. It uh, reminds me a little bit of A is for Attitude, when the Connie persuades the Odyssey Coyotes that they need to keep chanting, we are winners, we are winners, and then they still they end up losing. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like uh, bad luck, too, about like superstitions. Yeah. But it should be good. It should be good. Um, that's a creative idea. So we'll see. Yeah, and our theme for that is only God has true power. Yeah, so it's obviously on superstitions and luck. So... Yeah. Yeah, that should be good. Yeah, and then the next one we have is uh, Square One. And Matthew joins a mysterious new club and refuses to tell Emily about their activities. Emily decides that this is a mystery she must solve. This one, um, it's, it's the, uh, the mysteries in album 52. I think I like a good mystery. There's been like the case of the mysterious stranger, or the mysterious stranger. The uh, Perfect Witness, some of those, there's, there's been some really good mysteries, but I feel like some of these, and especially this one, just from the summary, seems like um, a lot like Game for Mystery in Album 51, where it's, you know, like a two-part mystery, like the case, the missing, or the mystery of the clock tower, I'm really looking forward to. I think that's going to be a good mystery, because two parts, you, get, you can go more in depth, but... Some of these one-parters, like especially with the Jones Parker detective agency thing, it's it's kind of like a, a cheesy mystery because 
it follows that same genre, like the like the Boxcar Children or Encyclopedia Brown, you know, where it's like it's almost like they try to force it too much to a classic whodunit, where they you know they they um, introduce the characters and then the the problem and then there's a few bits of evidence, some clues that come up and then they kind of lead you to believe that it's you know one guy's the culprit when he's really not and then it's got the surprise ending, just like every mystery that's ever been written, you know. <laughs> It's like blues clues almost. So um, I don't I don't know. I mean, there's 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 a good way to do a mystery, and there's a kind of a cheesy mystery where you know it right away, and and you know kind of a choose your own adventure kind of thing. Where I hope that, I hope that they they make them good, unique, interesting mysteries. Um, but I don't know. I mean, what was it? Stage fright and. Square One and the Malted Milk Ball Falcon are all sort of. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not so sure that it will be a. I hope that it'll be a, an in-depth mystery. If you know what I mean. Yeah. The thing about it is, I mean, if you're gonna actually do a good mystery, I give. I give one to compare it to would have to be uh, the case of the Secret Room. If you're gonna do a good mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah. It featured many great uh, actors. Had. Uh, of course, Walker Evanston did several of the voices for that, and uh, of course they had uh, Earl Bowen who played uh, Inspector Howards, and there's lots of good mm -hmm. ones in that one. So. Yeah, and like I was saying before, they seem to be um, kind of focusing on mysteries more, or trying to do more of that yeah. genre as opposed to other genres um, in in this post um, after the relaunch. Um, so I'm not sure exactly why, I guess maybe mysteries are more modern, or for some reason that seems to be what they kind of want to do a lot of, but um, there's there's definitely, there's good mysteries and bad mysteries, and some of these sound like, oh, these could be a little lame or cheesy, but I hope that they do them very well. So. Yeah, one of the, uh, of course I mentioned why they're doing it, uh, of course several podcasts ago on the official podcast, they had uh, mentioned that, uh, among the general fan base, uh, their favorite uh, type of episodes are mysteries. Mm -hmm. uh, if you remember that from all back, but uh, I don't know. Maybe this is a little overkill. This uh, like, oh man, I'm getting <laughs> sick of these kind of things. Like, uh, just do something exciting, like uh, a Thanksgiving story. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I kind of ranted on that for a while. A Thanksgiving story. Um, on a snowy Thanksgiving day, Wit, Connie, Eugene, and a few of their friends end up stuck at Wit's end. To pass the time, they tell a zany story of the scrunch and his plan for Thanksgiving. Yeah. For th I'm sorry, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm kidding. This should be a great one. It's got Eugene, it's got Mr. Whitaker, Harlow Doyle, Connie Kendall, and Wit and Bassett in it. So, that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Uh... It's been a while since we've had a Thanksgiving episode, so um, the last one was BTV Thanks, not counting uh, Stepping Stones in Truth Chronicles. So it's been quite a while. That was album 31, and uh, I like a good Thanksgiving story. This one looks like a, a, a lot of a lot of fun. And this episode is a musical of sorts, so that should be kind of interesting. Last musical. 
Well, the music clips that they had was like yeah. Odyssey Sings or something Sing. of that sort. Mm-hmm. And those are always those are always fun when the, the Odyssey team writes those kind of funny songs and such, like uh, the Wishy Wise yeah. too. They 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 have some great musical talent <laughs> at Focus. So yeah, hopefully for this episode good. we'll get to see some of Andre's vocal range a little bit, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> we'll nice. see. Because we haven't that seen much of that. I mean, we won't see him as wet. That's about it. Uh, uh, the next one we have is an agreeable nanny. And uh, the Parker family kids are convinced that they are too grown up for a babysitter. And a parent's not out, a nanny named Maria, and the neighbor's dog Bruno may be their opportunity to prove themselves. Um, on the, uh, the latest Scoop cast, when uh, Chris, or Kevin McCreary was... Uh, interviewing Nathan Jones yeah. and Christopher Deal. He asked the question of, uh, what was your favorite show to work on this season? And um, I don't remember which one it was, but one of them answered quite quickly that it was an agreeable nanny because they said there was a lot going on. So that should be fun to have, have a lot of uh, sort of crazy sound effects and... <laughs> You know, a lot of, I can I can see it being one of those sort of disaster things where everything goes wrong, like when Jimmy and Donna tried to make Thanksgiving dinner, or uh, <laughs> if you ever read the book, Oh, were they ever happy? You know, when the kids kind of try to do things on them on their own, and then it ends up, yeah. you know, the house is going to be a mess at the end. Even like the Cat in the Hat, maybe. So <laughs> that should be a a funny episode where. Uh, and uh, and that's a Parker episode too, uh, where uh, it's, it mostly follows the Parkers. So that should yeah, be good. Or you could, uh, that one. simply have. Uh, of course, we've had. There's lots of funny stories about uh, leaving kids home alone. You never know. Sometimes you sometimes you might uh, go out on a date with your wife or whatever, like an old date for old time's sake or whatever, and you may come home to find out that uh, your. Uh, Street is swarming with fire trucks and police and everything else. <laughs> like uh, two sides to every story. That's another one like that. Yeah, <laughs> where Jimmy and Donald end up setting the TV on fire. <laughs> that could be fun with the the Parker kids. Hopefully, it isn't a total remake of of one of those episodes, but a creative, you know, some new crazy thing happens. The thing about that is, uh, of course, the end, one of the fun things about that was when George mentioned uh, getting some marshmallows and roasting them on the back of the television set. And uh, <laughs> yeah. speaking of food and candy, that kind of thing, uh, it seems that that is mentioned in our next album, in our next episode. Am I correct about that? That's right. The Malted Milk Ball Falcon, a piñata filled with delicious chocolate, goes missing from wit's end. Only a few people were in the room at the scene of the crime, leading Emily Jones to investigate who done it. Who done it? This is an this is another sort of you can see who done it right there in the description, like and eh, this could be a, a little cheesy mystery, but again, we'll see. I, I'm hoping that not all of these mysteries will be bad. And maybe maybe they're all will be very unique, good mysteries. But and I'm just totally wrong, but yeah, so 
Yeah, I don't know. Did you have any thoughts on that one? <laughs> mm, not really, no. Unless, unless it's your notes. Uh, other than the fact, uh, just for your notes, this was the last episode title we, uh, that they released for us. When they were releasing episodes. And, uh... Mm-hmm. So, honestly, I think it'd be pretty cool. We've got, um... Uh, According to what they have listed here on the AO Wiki, they've got John Whitaker, Matthew Parker, and Emily Jones are the only ones listed for this episode, so... I mean, I'm sure there's a few more, but... Who knows? Yeah. Maybe, uh... Maybe we just don't know, but maybe Wooten stole the chocolate. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe, maybe, after fasting, he was so hungry <laughs> that he stole the melted milk ball or whatever. Yeah, that, that could be true. <laughs> Next is Grandma's Christmas Visit. Uh, yeah, and, uh, the Parker's, uh, grandmother, or Abelita, comes for a Christmas visit in the middle of an elaborate Christmas celebration cooked up by Eugene and Connie. And the Parker family parents wonder if it's possible to have a Christmas without stress. Which is actually a good question. Yeah. <laughs> is it possible? This looks like a good... Christmas episode. Christmas episodes yeah. are always fun, so. The thing about that is they need to, uh, and of course this is not going to happen, but uh, I think they still should have a uh, Christmas theme for this one as far as a theme song, but uh, unfortunately we're not going to get that. We're going to have to deal with the regular theme. Yeah. <laughs> We've had enough. We've had quite a few Christmas themes, though. Maybe there will be some Christmas music within the episode. Well, that'd be nice, too. Yeah. And, of That's course, uh, maybe, maybe we'll get some nice music cues mm -hmm. from John Campbell as far as Christmas stuff. He hadn't done much Christmas lately, but hey, it would be nice if they would have put in a nice Christmas theme. Yeah, there hasn't been a Christmas episode in three or four albums. I can't, I can't remember yeah, the rest last of them. one, The I reason for the season, maybe. BTV? Silent Night, I think. Oh, Silent Night. Okay. Yeah, so that's so, yeah. It's been a while. It's a good moral too. Um, a good good lesson. I know Christmas season can get very hectic sometimes. And this one should come out. It's gonna come out on December eighteenth, being the last episode of the of the uh, um, season. So that's a good, you know, one week before Christmas. Yeah. That will be so that'll be good for us to hear. A fun season and, uh, finale. That pretty much uh, wraps up all the information we have for album 52, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, there is one other thing we wanted to touch on. And, uh, of course, uh, a couple of days ago, actually, it's been, oh, it's about, been about a week or so ago, they uh, released the uh, album art covers for the repacks for album 1 and album 5. And uh, what's your thoughts on those? Um, well, overall, I'm not... Um too big of a fan of, of Gary Locke's style. I think it's too cartoony, but um, but I mean nothing nothing too special about these. They're pretty much the same picture. Um, <laughs> I did, and I uh, I was talking to you a few days ago. I noted that they added a couple pizza toppings. <laughs> Last time it was just pepperoni, I believe, and now it it looks like some peppers or something, but uh, yeah, kind of a, a flashier <laughs> art, but pretty yeah, much the same depictions. What do you I think about those? a little more those? cover to it, color to it, so it's 
pretty nice. And, uh, and of course, I uh, had Mark Prescott from the Town of Rise from Town of We was talking about album five and uh, got the repack for that. I honestly don't see this, but he says it's a new uh, Mr. Winnaker design. I don't really see that. The only thing I can actually tell is it's uh, just looks a little skinnier. Yeah. But I honestly don't see much change in whip in this photo. Yeah, well, I mean, he did change um, in between 50 and 51 when kind of all the characters changed. So maybe that's what Mark was referring to, but um, I think it, it, I mean, it looks pretty consistent. At least album one looks pretty consistent to like how he was depicted on album 51 or 52. So. Yeah, okay. It's different. Pretty much the same thing from the original album. Finds pretty much the same drawing, just the different. The only thing, that, the only thing is, oh, I can see it be different is uh, it's a, the only back view we've ever had. The only back view. Uh, to my remembrance, uh, the only back view of what? Oh, huh. In uh, yeah, I don't know if you're right. So maybe that's why it looks different to him, but. Overall, it's pretty much the old wit drawing, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to have the horses. They added in the horses. And, uh... Yeah. Leah and Rachel and little Joe. Do we see all three of them? Just two, I guess. Yeah, Rachel and Leah. And the thing about it is, uh... Of course, I guess it's because, uh... Dr. Blackard is heavily involved in this album, but I really don't think they should have had Dr. Blackard on the uh, hill in the background. Because, oh, uh, I didn't even notice that. Because like truth of the matter is, he's, he, he ain't on no hill. He's over at a uh, <laughs> town council meeting trying to get approved for Blackard's Castle. He wasn't there. Yeah. Well, that's but, kind of... I didn't even notice that. That's sort of a, a tiny little foreshadowing type of thing with the overall... Yeah. That's like... Like uh, on some official podcast, they were saying how... They don't necessarily depict a, a scene, but the overall mood. So that's that would be an example of that, I guess. Which I don't, I don't like. I think they should just go with a scene. But, and I mean, this is a scene that, yeah, I didn't even notice that. That is technically an inconsistency, but it's just supposed to be the whole, you know, blackguard thing. Yeah, overall, uh, it's been pretty good. Nice uh, discussion. We've had pretty good discussion. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, uh, but uh, we do have uh, to wait a little bit longer. We've got uh, how many days do we have left till we airing? You wanna go ahead and tell them that? It is one week. Saturday, wow. October second is the season premiere. Yeah, and uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. And actually, uh, we do have a little surprise for you guys. Uh, if you are a member of the Town of Odyssey message boards at www.thetoo.com, you know that uh, King Butter Turtle and myself are wrapping up our term of, uh, for term 16 as far as being administrators. And uh, we still haven't got to one of the big things we wanted to do, uh, and that is the $5 post day in Wood's End. And, uh, here on the spot, just 
decided it's on the spot, but we are going to release that information to you guys, and uh, that date is, King? That is also Saturday, October 2nd. So that will be a blast. You guys yes, can so come out and... And write your reviews of the new episode and make lots of virtual cash. <laughs> so that is going to be... That's going to be an overall fun day for Odyssey fans this Saturday. Yeah, and then what you can do is see once you get that done, after you get all your uh, money built up, once you hit $100, you can donate the rest of the money to us. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been spending all my money on the uh, shop items, so hey, that'd be a great idea. Just give us all your money. Uh, any other final thoughts before we wrap this up? Um... Nothing too special. Just uh, looking forward to album 52. It's going to be yeah, really. You're not the only one. Going to be really exciting. I think there's there's some episodes that uh, that look really really good, and there's other episodes that I'm not so excited about. Um, so I think it's you know it's not going to be the best album ever or the worst album ever. Um, yeah. But it should be should be some some good episodes, and I'm really looking forward to it. So it's been fun discussing it with you. Yeah, no kidding. It's been a great podcast. We've uh, actually got actually got quite a bit of time. We've discussed it for quite a while. But uh, yeah, uh, of course, the thing to do when you're ending a Wits End podcast is uh, remind people that uh, there's always going to be change in life, and uh, sometimes change can help you change, and that can be a good thing. And uh, another thing besides that is that there's always a... Uh, important thing to remember when you're going through change and that is Mr. King Bear Turtle if you would take this point the best is yet to come alrighty and we will see you next time guys bye 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 everybody